I'm Cool. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the beginning of our series of musings, I'll say, on the Modern Priestess of Eros, which is our six-month program. This is the second iteration. Uh, we had one last year that was absolutely incredible. And I almost, I love all the classes that I teach, but I want to say that this one might be the one I'm the most proud of and the most in love with. So we wanted to give people who are interested in signing up for the class um, a little meat and potatoes and some of what you can expect from the curriculum and know that like as you listen to us speak, you know, the transmission is occurring and we both are um, somatic artists and healers and teachers and so we would love for you to listen from your body. Like your body will always tell you um, and give you information. So if you feel that spark of aliveness as you hear us talking about the program and you're curious and you want to explore more, either message us or register for the class, but we're happy to talk more um, with individuals. So I thought we would bring you a little taste of what we do at the beginning of class um, where we start to aspect parts of ourselves, um, the archetypes of Dom and Sub, and we go exploring in the depths of our personhood to discover blocks and excitement, and we learn the nuances of how this path both can be an awakening for the practitioner as they learn, as well as those they offer this to. So would you like to talk more about it, Om? Yes, very much. So. Uh... I feel it is a bit of a special case what we take the students through in this particular program because uh, to put it bluntly, most of the women who are stepping into doing Dom work, they are themselves submissives. Their own journey, their own expression is in the submissive archetype. And yet that the work that they're training for is to be the Dom, to hold the Dom archetype. So I think it becomes a doubly rich journey for the women in this program. They actually are making two entire, two complete inquiries, two complete trainings, and one internal and one external, one having to do with their own internal journey into their own expression, and then one that is about holding a masterful space for somebody else. So it's wonderful. It's, it's it's almost like to do this journey, they really need to become masters of both archetypes, the submissive and the dominant. So it becomes a double journey to like get to know both of these archetypes within you, to see where they are, to so see what they are saying to you, to see, to let them tell you what they feel their journeys ought to be. Right. And it's a very rich journey in that way. So the aspecting exercise can be a beautiful way for let's say the regular woman, the worldly woman, the modern woman archetype, the walking and talking archetype of the woman, to sit across from her submissive and ask her submissive, what do you want? What What's going on with you? How can we relate to each other in a friendly way? What are the journey steps you're longing to take? How can I out here as the kind of the arbiter of our action in the world, how can I facilitate your journey? How can we be friendly towards each other? And I think that's like that is a very deep, personal, rich journey for the women to take. I think they would 
every woman who was taking our class last time would tell you there were massive shifts and progress and breakthroughs in that mm. journey with their own submissive. And then by the end of the course, we asked them on the final weekend, what kind of dom do you want to be in the world? And it'd be wonderful that if by that point, that answer is also personalized to the woman, to the person. It's not some generic, generic response of I'm another person with some dom skills. No, no. This is the expression of my dom archetype in the world. This is the field I want to hold with others who want to come to me for my dom energy. So it was really exciting because at the end of class, at the end of the six months, um, every single Dom in the room had her own flavor and signature. And it was electrifying to watch her, each of them in their own unique expression, you know, somewhere like really maniacal and like brought this really like almost circus, like pain, pleasure, like, flavor to their work and others were more nurturing and like caring in their dominance. And we just had a whole array and a spectrum. And it started from that first day in class of the aspecting, because we really impressed upon them that, um, you know, you are the instrument that this work moves through as Om so beautifully puts it. And, you know, I really like to talk about a personal, interpersonal, and then transpersonal experience where first you start with your own inquiry. And as that starts to develop for you, I noticed a lot of the women had resistance to their sub archetype because it's so vulnerable. You have to be seen, but it was the nutrient that was missing for them because the sub archetype is often the receiver inside of us and the, the one who can um, be like a full juicy ripe fruit that overflows. And that archetype for a lot of the women, when they began was like dry and parched and underserved and under, um, under touched. And by the end of the class, by going through their own healing journey of opening to receive and becoming more embodied and allowing themselves to go deep they were a full juicy fruit and they were balanced in their life because the Dom archetype is, is giving is really ex the expression of love and intimacy through the give. And so if you're always giving or you're always in your Dom archetype, often the you're unbalanced in this way. And so we saw them all come into balance and, um, really have some like deep transformational healing of their own personal um, shamanic places inside that needed touching. Yeah, very much so. Very, very much so. I mean, I can only say uh, I have spoken to many women who hold this space for others, and it is one of the most common areas of burnout that they are brilliant at holding the Dom space. They are brilliant at being really generous in that space. They hold brilliant space for other people, but then they lose track of their own nourishment. Right. Happens in both archetypes, truly. So we have a word for, we have a word for Doms who maybe spend too much time in the active giving role and they lead to top drop. They spend too much energy. Nothing is coming back. So even if you're operating from a Dom archetype, 
the DOM archetype needs nourishment. The DOM archetype needs some reciprocity. You can't be pouring energy out. You have to receive energy. For women who are internally submissive, if they lose track of the fact that their own submissive needs to be nourished, that can really lead to imbalance in their life. And really, it, it can be that they are doing work and being rewarded for it. And it, internally, they feel very exhausted and drained. And there's like a diminishing return on the energy they're putting out because mm. the, the other archetype is not being nourished. Even if your work is being rewarded, it really doesn't fill that part. Mm. It's a different need. It's a different category of need. So it's good to like take the full journey and to have awareness of it and then actually be kind to both the archetypes and accept them as aspects of ourselves and then say, they, they both have their own nutrient that they need. Mm. Beautiful. It's so true. Anything else you want to share? Uh, we have so many topics. I don't know if on this particular topic, that might be a good segment. Yeah, I think so. And um, I also want to let everyone know that we're going to be doing a Q&A for the program next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, so we'll include the link for that um, in this post. So we'd love to have you come on and ask any questions that you might have on the program. Wonderful. Excellent. We'll make more videos soon. Great. Okay.